and welcome to the Merkin Maven podcast presented by Toronto Ultra. Your host, Maven here with the beautiful Joe DeLuca and our best pal and one of the sexiest men alive for 10 years in a row, Chris Crowder. Ooh, for 10 years the, in a row? Yeah. All right, Jeez. sweet. The Merkin Maven Toronto Ultra podcast? I don't know what that intro was, uh, dude. Oh, what I say? Presented by Ultra? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I'm it works. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's true. That's factual, right? That's a fact. No, that yeah. is a fact. It's been a mm-hmm. bit, but we're back. We've been playing a game. Chris, how you doing today? I'm great, dude. Just got fresh out of scrims, you know. Been streaming, uh-huh. scrimming. Uh, now I'm excited to talk some Call of Duty with you guys, dude. I've been looking forward to this. We never do it ever, yeah. Maybe, no, how never, are you? We never do that. Every every day? Did you just ignore me? <laughs> yeah, he did. Oh, Maven, how are you doing? I didn't hear what he said. Oh, I couldn't hear you. I'm sorry, How are you buddy. doing today? How's your life going, I'm, you know? How, I'm doing great. Well, Chris great. is way louder than Joe for me, and I have no idea why or how to fix we're that. Just, we're just off to a bad start here. There you go. Now I hear you. <laughs> Joe was really quiet, dude. I'm good. We're just off to a bad start, everyone. Sorry about this. This is unbelievable. We're supposed to be professionals. Joe. We're supposed to be professionals. No, we are not. No, you, it's just the, honestly, just right out the gates, just like, what? why are you wearing this? What are you wearing? Yeah, what's going on um, over there, man? I don't know if Joe ever like annoys me in life. I just like wear team liquid stuff. Cause like it reminds him that's what ended his career. <laughs> so I've got like double liquid today, dude. Oh, you're such a good friend, dude. Are those, is that the Avengers thing that yeah. they did? Oh, wow. I actually forgot. I don't know how I card. have that. Honestly, no clue. Yeah. Why do you have that? I'm not like, sure, man. You, yeah. I feel like that's not something you would get. I probably send a film or something. I don't know. Yeah. Probably. Uh, yeah. Like how did that even, whatever, dude, you're an anomaly. He really is. The guy's yeah. an actual alien. Like, if aliens <laughs> exist, it's this guy. Dude, I knew something was wrong. I was so uncomfortable. I had Discord on the wrong side away from the camera. I was like, why am I like, I'm good. What's up, guys? I was like trying to look at you guys while you talked. Yeah. I'm, ready, I'm ready. Uh, all right, we're going to go. Let's get into uh, a whole bunch of news drop today uh, from yeah. CDL to Call of Duty to Warzone. Um, let's start off with maybe the first thing, the first uh, thing from the rotation. Um, this is about challengers events. Um, oh, they dropped this, the news. Uh, I yeah, actually didn't know that. This is a, a current rumor right now. I, I don't think okay. the, this is out as, mm-hmm. as we know it, but, uh, the tweet says from the rotation that as of now, uh, there will be a maximum of three challengers opens this season. Maximum. It looks like we're only getting three stages of challengers elite as well. Um, wow. H- how many opens are there? There's four opens. So there's four right. majors, so yeah, four, four majors, and then, yeah. then the fifth champs. So there should technically be five. Is there a challengers champs? Like, is this including that? I, I suppose is what I'm curious about. Man, I, I I feel like there has to be a challengers champs. Right. Out of all the all, stuff I think do. three, then that because it's three stages, so you'd have an event each stage and champs, right? Right. So it's just missing one event. So maybe yeah, just one like team. us, it's same as us. We're, we're like short one. Yeah, they're short one too. But do you think that's like because one of the CDL teams like didn't want to hold an open at their event or something or something like that, like something weird or not sure. Maybe. I wonder what I wonder what that's like. Yeah, like if the venue didn't have space for it or something. Yeah, you know possibility. What I mean? That's that's yeah. kind of what I'm thinking. Uh, obviously, that sucks. Um, that's horrible. Yeah, maybe that could get figured out. Um, you know, more open events, the better. I think that's obviously still a, a big strength of of our community, uh, supporting mm-hmm. challengers, supporting the future. I, I think we saw it last year with the the first. Pro-Am, I, I loved the Pro-Am last year. I, I just felt like kicking it off with that, and it gave challengers a lot of spotlight. Like, they were right after that event, there was the LAG switch, the first event at Boston, 
right after that, all four of the team who won it, right? Like Ghosty, they got on the teams. It feels like these early challengers events in a way are like they segue you to the CDL because it's like the teams that are struggling are going to look for who's good at this game. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Probably the people who are willing, winning challengers events. Mm-hmm. I like. I know it's crazy. What, what are you I'd be that? okay with not having it constantly. Like I know a lot of people want the old format and old events and the full, you know, play through open bracket. But if we just had like one to start, it's like a litmus test. We had the old champs at the end. You kind of saw like beginning progression, how they do at the end. I'd be all right with that, but we lost those things. But like, I'd be okay with this at the beginning and thing to see how it went. Yeah. yeah. I don't know, dude. Just, I feel like the challengers, I know like, I'm sure like there's a bunch of money stuff into this and you know, it's like, always tough. Else, like, yeah, it's all budget. But, like, it's always money, yeah. yeah. Like that's what I mean, like budgets and all that. But at the end of the day, like that is the future of Call of Duty, like as you know it. You know, like you, like you, like you need those. Like, of course, there's going to be a lot of pros that are around for a long time. But like, the challengers world is like kind of how you keep the world going of the pros, like for a long period of time. And to take a, I mean, I hope that like if it's maybe if it's just like three opens or something, then a challengers champs is what we're like hoping for maybe at least do something yeah. bigger online or something but like anything for those guys to compete because like yeah that 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 stuff is really important and especially with how the league works dude like there's only 12 teams like i don't know if you guys watched any of the challengers i don't know what it was called the cup yesterday it was like a yeah it was a rotation cup right oh was it a rotation cup? cup oh i didn't know yeah. It was so yeah like that one i mean dude it was basically like two pro teams in the finals like those yeah, guys same, are all like one. like yeah like they're all like basically pro players or they've all been pro players at one point in the time like the challengers teams are still good. So it's like, yeah, like those guys want to compete. And I feel like there's still a lot of opportunity for those like guys to do something, something with it. So I feel like, you know, yeah, I, don't know, I saw a few things. rosters like tweeting the off season. I'm like, God damn. That, that yeah. yeah. That's like a pro team. There's some good challengers teams, dude. Like for, yeah. for real. Yeah. And like, I know Asim's team has been playing. Like, I, I think I talked, I talked to him a lot even before that, the uh, cup, he was saying that, uh, he, his team doesn't like even drop maps. Like people haven't even been getting a hundred points on them. Like, in most of their scrims, like, they've just been frying. He's been streaming all scrims yeah. and stuff. So, like, that's what I had now. They, they definitely need more than just three opens or something. There has to be something, some way to make it more competitive because that sucks. And especially because I know people like Zuma and stuff are, like, even looking into, like, making a challengers team. Like, the phase black I, thing I, and stuff. Like, I think uh, a lot of stuff this year is going to be weird. Like, all the speculation yeah. with what's next, where are we going. Mm. It's a weird year, man. It just is. Like, yeah. We'll see what happens, like, going forward. But I'm not surprised at anything this year. <laughs> Yeah, that's um, fair point. That's a good point. Uh, and then um, some people were at Sledgehammer. Uh, there's been some videos going on, multiplayer. I think the big thing that relates probably to CDL is the snaking video. Uh, if you <laughs> have not seen the, the video, I think we have the clip uh, that we could play for you. Uh, they're testing a snaking nerf. We obviously know uh, the GA right now, uh, but here is a look at that clip. For me, I just don't know if it's enough. It, it looks pretty smooth. It looks pretty similar. Uh, like here is sort of the clip right here. It still looks pretty fast, but then like at like one point, it almost seems like you stop. But yeah, I just not sure that's enough yet. Um, and this is always tough, right? Because with Call of Duty going, it's all about smooth movement. That's what COD is. Treyarch, I know, catches some flack here and there with sort of not allowing drop shotting uh, in their games. Mm-hmm. And the reason that like drop shotting is always a weird thing for them is because that's pretty much how you stop snaking. Right, just going from up to down. The game can't catch up with how fast your animation is, which leads to snaking. Um, I guess good news is it's being tested. Yeah, I feel like that's the first time we've seen a developer like 
in a while. Of course, Treyarch does a good job because they have like the when you like lie down in their games, like you put yeah, like you your hand down. You, yeah, you like put your hand down and everything. So like it's very clunky. But well, well, that's a big thing with what you said though. Like Call of Duty is like so known for smooth movement that like they get flack for that clunkiness. So it's like yep. you know, and the CDL at the end of the day and like competitive COD is a very small niche compared to the whole entire franchise of it. But yeah, I mean, this is the first time I feel like we've had a developer even like really acknowledge it, like actually acknowledge it. Like, you know, we, we've complained to them and they're like, yeah, we'll keep it in mind and you never hear it again. But like this time, like they're actually trying to fix it. Uh, I mean, I don't think that clip was enough. I think they're probably just trying to work on it and see how it goes. But I, I, I think overall, when you can't do it relentlessly, it's better for Call of Duty and the competitive Call of Duty side. And the fact that they're even looking into it is huge. So like, I, I, that's a good start. I, I, mean, I you, think it's going to need a little bit more than that, though. We're talking competitive. I don't even think casuals know what happens to them when it, this does happen yeah. um i was gonna ask you guys like you know uh, when bunny hopping was huge you'll see like a random forum thread of casuals like raging oh everyone's jumping around like a kangaroo but I, has <laughs> any casual ever like complained well, i just don't think they like i don't i don't really think they did it like i don't think they do it, either or deal what with i mean is like SBMM, like yeah well but like even in general like snaking is all about animations like they've probably watched kill cams and been like on my screen, that guy wasn't even looking at me, right? Yeah, like, it's the yeah. same thing. It's the same idea behind it. Like, if you're ever, you know, looking at a guy, and on your screen, he's looking one way, then you watch the kill cam, and he's actually looking at you, and he, or or you just get, like, pop-up glitched, right? Like, yeah. oh, this guy's behind the can counter, and then you die. Like, it's the same thing. I just don't think they understand it. Or see it much. Like, how many people, you're a demon if you're snaking well, pubs, bro. Like, I mean, with SBMM, like, they're not going to run into it much. That's what oh, I was going to say is like, it's like SBMM for sure. And then on top of that, even without SBMM though, like I don't get snaked a lot of my lobbies. Like for the most part, like I'm talking like actually snaked. Like Shit's maybe exhausting, pop up here bro. And, yeah, my hands hurt. Like, yeah. Maybe people pop up here and there, but I don't think there's anything wrong with the pop-up because just because that's just pure cameras of it. Like bro, like yeah. you're going to, you're going to have the camera advantage. Just like when you slide cancel a corner, it's the same thing. It's just going from lying down to standing up. But like, yeah, no, the relentless snaking where like people just hold head glitches for like 60 seconds at a time. Like. I don't think a lot of people deal with that. So it's like kind of hard to like stop that without like making it worse for others. So like, I don't know. I think they're going to do a good job of it, at least of just trying. The snaking GA has also been nice too. I'm sure we'll get to that later, but yeah, yeah it's been like, I think with a combination of the snaking GA and them trying to fix it, I do think it will make the, the flow of the game like better. I don't think that's going to be enough in that clip. But again, if that's step one and the fact that they're even doing it compared to what we've dealt with in the last couple of years, I mean, I'm, I'm happy with it so far. There's always going to be some movement cheese at the high end of it. Like, I mean, we, we had no movement in Warzone 2, but if I ran into a real demon with the pop-up glitch, I got pissed on. Like, that, that it did, I got pissed on by that mm. multiple times. I, you just lost me, lost aim assist. I'm like, what the hell did I just run into? So, like, there'll always be something, but. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be very hard I'm, to get I'm glad to that. I'm on the radar, like you said. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, the radar. that's my big thing. It's like, I feel like just from, like, our perspective and the league and everything, it just, you know, yeah. being a coach now and watching these guys compete. I just feel like it's it's such a big deal in the sense of just like a lot of the times, honestly, the developers have just been so non-transparent and their communication has sucked. Like we've been trying to get spawns changed and red dots and all this other stuff. Like where now it's like I feel like Sledgehammer is actually working with us for the first time in a while that it feels like, yeah, like the developers are trying to do something. So, again, with that oh. GA and this and this fix, I think it's a huge step forward. So Yeah. Agreed. I'm Look forward to CDL with, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see when that update comes in. All right, next, this is uh, Warzone related. Uh, we're talking on 12-4. Uh, Warzone releases, what, 12-6 this Wednesday, mm -hmm. the big season one update. Um, this is from Primrose. Uh, she is a content creator that 
went to okay so there's a lot here uh i picked out the things i looked at i was like yes there is a a ton here um i picked out some of the things i think we would find the most interesting so we don't have to go through all three of this um (laughs) if you saw the warzone news today i think the biggest thing is 100 player lobbies uh and they touched on that uh they sort of said why uh they are looking at it though um so the first thing is the map is size is 20 percent smaller than almaz that is, uh, you know, a reason why they're talking about it uh, being, um, you know, 100-player lobbies. Uh, the game is supposed to be a slower uh, or faster, I mean. So 20-minute games, which I feel like is the sweet spot. Um, because if you look at sort of Warzone 1, Warzone 2, I think a big part of the casual side of it or the people who just, you know, get on at night, they just were playing Rebirth because... Yeah resurgence and rebirth it's action it's probably 12 to 15 minute games if you die you just go again and i i felt like warzone had to find the middle ground from like this br long 30 minute game to the middle of resurgence because i think that is the sweet spot where like everybody is happy uh and maybe this is them looking looking at that well like the number it's just a number the 150 or 100 like Size of the map, how fast circle it. You can make 100 feel like more than 150, depending on how it plays. I don't give a sure. shit what the number is, as long as they can do that. Mm. Um, and my big thing, like, I've raged as much as anyone. Like, servers have been so goddamn bad for years. If it really does impact it, I'd rather have 100 and they tweak other stuff and give me, you know, a faster game with 100 than deal with servers if that's the problem. Because, I mean, they just, dude. It, yeah, we'll, we'll see if that is fixed. That's That wasn't on the list. Um. um uh stats will reset i think is a big thing for everybody uh enemy ping show on kill cams we have been asking for this for a long time (laughs) that's nice Uh, (laughs) yeah i mean if you get live ping you don't know you watch the kill cam you you know when you live ping you could see obviously them run through walls and you know run around the corner you're just ready for it uh so that's a big thing one shot snipers return we were touching on this just earlier on our streams uh like listen i i think um this was bound to happen I don't know if this is going to happen in the way of like Warzone 1 or like the end of Warzone 1 where there's a distance, there's a maximum distance thing uh, because the car and Swiss were insane when they could just one-shot the world from everywhere. Uh, it was a ton of fun. I had a blast, but... I thought explosive I was get a it. pretty good answer. Like, lower the bullet velocity, has to have an attachment. I thought that was a pretty good middle ground, personally. I agree, but uh, the Call of Duty community is the Call of Duty community. Um so we talked about the cat sniper, right? I th- we felt yeah. like that could be a lot of fun. fun. I was having a blast today with it. Just with There's another bolt action coming into season one that looks sweet. If you haven't seen it, uh, you can check that out, I'm sure, on, on Twitter somewhere. I think the scary thing with this is sort of the longbow and the, is it the inhibitor? Is that the name of it? Yeah. Uh, yes, I'm pretty sure. Uh, these like have the 10 to yeah. 30 bullet clips. Uh, they're, they're more <laughs> almost in a way like marksman rifles. The way I see this getting out of hand is if those... In no one way. shot no across way. the world. No way. We're in, we're in trouble. Even, I think, like, even if they're like the car in Swiss and could one shot within like 75 to 50 meters, they, these things are going to be dumb. Yeah. The signal oh, was dumb insane. as shit. And that didn't one shot. So, no, 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 no. I'll be off. I'll be done. Yeah. No, I, I, I really like the longbow specifically. I don't think will be a crazy one shot just because that's like the weaker out of the three. Yeah. Like that is supposed to be the one that shoots fastest. It has it's the like most ammo. Yeah, exactly. It's like more of a marksman rifle. Marksman. The inhibitor, 
I don't know like exactly what it's supposed to be, but it like, feels more of like the 50 cal in the sense like where it's like, you know, semi-automatic, you can shoot it a little bit faster. It has a lot of recoil. So you're not just spamming it. Like, you know, the signal, like it didn't feel like that at least that like, the signal is a little easier to use in my opinion. Yeah. But I do think that gun can, if, yeah, if that's like, you know, 75 meters away, you're one shotting people, it can get crazy real quick. And that's like where you have to kind of draw the line. I personally think if it's a semi-automatic sniper like that, I don't think it should one shot. I mean, dude, the cat AMR sniper that we were talking about earlier in the day. Yeah. That thing is like your true sniper experience. The paladin, bro. It, yeah, it's 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 clunkier, it's slower, but you have the reward of maybe having a range up to 150 meters. Like that's kind of where they have to balance that. And I feel like they're gonna try to go for that. I hope so. I if they, it could get really crazy really quick if they don't. And I think that would make everybody happy too, to be honest with you. Like I don't know. I feel like that one-shot sniping experience could still be fun because when Warzone One came first came out, I don't know if you guys agree, but like the HDR was not a typical Car 98K experience. Like you know, you're not quick scoping people with the HDR, but it was still really fun to run. I, I love the HDR. HDR. I mean, HDR I love is it my favorite metas ever. Like, yeah, it. yeah, it's a good time. But like, if you ran up on people with three or four of them and uh, rotate, you die. Yeah, that is yeah, for no, sure. You definitely die uh, for sure. But yeah. I, I mean, that's sort of the one-shot sniper experience with loadouts. We could get, we could talk about this for an entire episode. Yeah. Yeah, uh, was the problem at the beginning though? Like, uh, yeah, there's no way, people like, ran there's like no way to hide from him. Yeah, yeah, you just couldn't hide from it because like you were, you were just fucked. It was like, okay, cool. Mm -hmm. uh, okay, smoke grenade duration nerf by 20%. I don't know if that's going to be a huge deal in this game just because you have stims back now, right? Movement yeah. is back to where it was. We'll see how it goes. There's also like the perk now where if you get knocked, you throw a smoke at your feet automatically. Uh, yeah. Warzone 2, or whatever, 2.53, Warzone, whatever, <laughs> the Warzone, the Warzone, Call of Duty Warzone, which Warzone? Don't know. Yeah. The, the one on the 6th, uh, Season <laughs> 1, is going to be wild. Uh, portable radar distance doubled to 76 yeah. meters. I think that's you see my basic. text? That's pretty cool. No. What, what is no. it? Oh, well, I asked you, is it like, so what was the baby monitor? Like, that, how far was baby that? Monitor, baby monitor is up to either, it was either 35, it was like 35 meters or... 45 or something like that i haven't used the portal radar can you pick it back up and just keep dropping to places it's a it's a tactical, no, right I don't, I don't think no, no it's a field portal radar is a field upgrade and you just put it down at your feet and then you you can't put it, it on vehicles though that's yeah. what we oh, oh i was do. thinking it was a tactical for some reason I was no like, oh, it was God. a field upgrade, oh, oh, field upgrade. Oh, uh less extreme the default first circles i think this is when the circle just starts in the water so that's good yeah. uh and then more contracts available like him again this is just some of the things i think stood out but there is a very long list um so yeah, that's all the news today. Uh, so that's one of the funnier tweets I've ever seen. <laughs> like, yeah, no, she had that shit locked down. I was like, God, God damn. All right. There I mean, is that's a, a lot of all that. That's like basically all the feedback, though, that we've been like yeah. trying to get to them for like, again, like I feel like Sledgehammer is really trying to do a good job of listening to them, but mainly most of the feedback. So I don't know. I'm stoked, dude. I'm excited. Oh, one question about like the, the perks that you're going to start with. Uh -huh. Do you find it? I don't like that um, overkill is. I like that used to be a choice. Do you guys like that or no? I like that you had to pick like high alert or like an early overkill. Like that was always a little meta. I felt like that was weird. It's just like the default now. But yeah, I think it's weird because now there's like four perks you can have too. So I yeah, thought like, I don't know. maybe they are just like, this is everyone's going to pick this. Which yeah. Could I be. I'd I'm sure, sure they have the data. Like early high like, alert. The, I'm sure there's data where like 95% of players are picking overkill. So it's like, let's yeah. just give everybody overkill. Well, it felt like I rock, agree paper, with scissors. You. I just paid rock paper. And I was like, okay. I, I agree with you for sure, but yeah. we'll see how we'll see how it goes. Um, right. Okay, so that's all the early news. Now let's get to Crowder. Let's get into to phase. Oh, into, we're getting, to Chris, getting into him. Yeah. James, beautiful <laughs> model. Um, <sighs> uh, what do you want to talk about first, Clint? Um, well, I guess like 
life bro because like you uh you life. know we we've had a lot of fun making content together we are dumbasses and we have a blast playing bro like you know you can only take <laughs> warzone so seriously until chris and i are cosplaying as cops chasing people down yeah um that's about right we've had a lot of fun I and mean, you know you've started like editing your own vid videos a bit you know you've been doing more with youtube you've been streaming on different channels you've been like big into it but like i know now it's like you kind of got that vibe before and then the season comes you're like oh fuck my life like, you've <laughs> so much right like yeah what's because you're you're shifting your whole stream schedule now mm -hmm. what's the plan dude are you back to 5 a.m no so i i'm gonna try not to be um for majority of the days i mean dude like after like the last like four or five years of like content creation and coaching at the same time and like especially being from like california and stuff living here like the the time difference is crazy like, like waking up at 3 a.m you know, after a couple of years now has been getting a little bit more like just harder to do while with balancing life and everything. Time zone sounds great, trust me. But um, well, it's yeah, insane, I mean, Chris. Yeah, no, I mean it's insane. Yeah, so so it's just like yeah, waking up at three a.m. I'm probably not going to do that anymore. And the reason why I want to start, I've been like focusing on YouTube so much, have like just so much more, is because like YouTube, you can record stuff and get videos out and schedule things like you know ahead of time. Better quality like, of life. I feel, <laughs> I, yeah, I feel less. I feel less guilty not streaming when at least i have youtube videos going up because like i feel like more productive and i feel like i'm always trying to strive to like eventually you know be able to have my content like almost carry me in life so it's like it feels a little bit nicer in the sense where like i can stream i'm still doing two a day streams like i'll probably stream after this and like you know stream in the morning stream at night but like when emily's not working and all that other stuff then like i'll just chill for the night and i have a video up so it's like yeah i don't think i'm gonna do the 3 a.m wake up time anymore for the most part there'll still be days where i do it but uh, I'm gonna wake up at six a.m., five thirty a.m. instead. So we're 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 becoming more of a normal person slowly when it comes to the wake up times. I, I think yeah. that's way better. Yeah. Yeah. You you were just dying, bro. You get on and be like, oh, Chris, uh, what Chris do I get today? You just be, like, oh shit. <laughs> so yeah, no, yeah. I I've been feeling better, but yeah, dude, it's just I don't know. I've I've fell in love with the YouTube world. To be honest with you, can you well. can you tell people who maybe are listening like what a day in your life was like, like when you were streaming? Like, let's just give during them the a season? day during the season. Let's give them a day. Last, yeah. So last year, or like any year before this year, because it's changing a little bit, but not too much to be honest. But I'd wake up at like two thirty three. Like I would set my alarm was set for three a.m. and like sometimes I'd wake up earlier, which would be nice, but I would very rarely. And then so I'd wake up at three. I'd stream from like three fifteen to three thirty. To like 10 pacific time and then at 10 pacific time i would have like a 20 minute break to make breakfast for me and emily and like you know like just all that stuff to then get oh. ready for a 10 30 vod session with my team anywhere from like 30 minutes to an hour because people are usually late and stuff so we do like either at half an hour an hour of vods every day and then scrims would start around like 11 15 ish just because again people it's kind of gets delayed and then from 11 to about i don't know about four or five we would, we would do scrims in between scrims, the 30 minute break. I would, I would either get a workout in or go run a couple miles or something, something to like get my blood flowing. So I'm not just sitting here for like hours Dying. on end. Yeah. yeah. And then at the end of scrims, I would either go live again around like six to, to like nine if I could. And then at like nine o'clock, I mean, bro, I'm waking up at three. If I don't get to bed as fast to bed. as I can, I'm, but like, to be honest, most of those days I don't go to bed at nine just because like it's kind of hard to just snap my fingers and fall asleep. So yeah, but that was like my everyday schedule in the season for the last like four years. That sounds like Joe and I. You're one of Warzone. Like I thought we were gonna die. 
because we were streaming 40 hours a week. We were casting like three to four Warzone events a week. We were casting full time with the CDL. It was 14 to 16 hour days every single day of the week. Yeah, I was making no. a ton of money, but like I wanted to die. I just I I was tired and grumpy always. always. Yeah, like a walking zombie. And like yeah, the big thing we're on a CDL podcast here, of course. Like the biggest thing with all that is like I've the one thing I never did though is I've never put content in front of my team. Of course, obviously my my main job is being a coach. Well, so like lots of seconds though. Like <laughs> there is there is a lot of days where it's like again well, I, like, he's not shooting and, and playing. Clint, yeah, if, true, if, true, if true, there's true. but if there's days where again like we you know like last year obviously we didn't win a lot of we won one event and we got seconds and then like you know vanguard you're like days that we're not doing good or this things aren't clicking it's like instead of that second stream is an extra couple hours of just watching stuff with the coaches or the players or myself you know like just anything to like do that so or long team talks to make sure everyone's on the same page and stuff so it's like yeah if it wasn't that second stream it was usually something else of like trying to help the team in that way so it just depends on like how the team is doing too which kind of obviously put me up, up in the air depending on what i was going to do but yeah a very long very long days you get to watch the daily bro it's different you're like i don't guy. it's not fun because you watch it and then you think you can do it and then you, you go and play it. and you're like oh. dude I, I every time i play eights right now after getting done watching us play i'm like i know the spawns i know where people are gonna be i'm about to start smoking people and then i'm like dude how do these guys do it like this so yeah no i was like if i didn't know better i'm not fun at the same time i didn't know better i swear to god he's cheating yeah his pov is is insane but yeah no that is uh an insane day uh and you were doing that a lot of days um (laughs) so now you're doing your own editing um yeah yeah dabbling yeah when i got back from the world series of Warzone. I Ever got fucked I, by a dolphin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was me. That was my. Yeah, idea. yeah. Um, what? But, uh, when I a bit a short form video I made that had I, he made a dolphin noise. It didn't just never. Oh, dude. Um, but I, uh, I was talking about how you yeah, qualified no, when, yeah, when you no. were a dolphin. That's what I thought him. at first too, and then I realized the video I made. But uh, <laughs> yeah, when I got back from World Series of Warzone, bro, I just wanted to focus on YouTube and I wanted to learn how to edit myself, so I know what my editors are going through. So a, I don't assign them too much work, and b, like. I understand what I'm asking them to do days. and I can have, and yeah, and I can have, we have basically have longer days and then <laughs> my, uh, have my vision and stuff on my YouTube videos so I can like kind of give like feedback of like what I'd like. And now like, so yeah, I, I help my editors as much as I can. My short form editor does everything for me, but my long form editors, uh, we work together to like get videos out on a daily, but like I'll, I'll, I'll usually try and edit a video if I can. So they have a day off. You know what I mean? Oh, that's awesome. So yeah, I, I try, I try to, but sometimes again, like you said, you know, editing a video takes a, quite a, a long time especially when you're a noob so seems like you're in a good place though like before joe and i would laugh because it was like one day you want to be a content career the next day you want to be the best player in the world like you just would shift but like it seems like we're balanced now and i'm like, dropping like i'm dropping the gimmick of being good at cod like i still want to be good at cod but i don't want to you know what i mean like one yeah. day no, one, no, one day you woke player. up and said i'm gonna qualify for the world series wars yeah, exactly okay. I'm, I'm i mean it happened with that. you I'm did done. it but i was yeah. like what this guy's fucking crazy yeah exactly I, I'm, I'm dropping that side of me more like i'll still be competitive here and there but yeah like no i i need to focus more games on, me, baby. on yeah, exactly because i i genuinely have more fun when i play with you guys like i mean like dude we're just enjoying ourselves being just a bunch of friends on the map just enjoying and making fun content like that's when i'm the happiest and i had a long sit down after the world series of wars and i'm like yo i can't do this to myself again so yeah yeah it's never happening again i've said that a few times in my life but this is the one <laughs> that makes sense yeah all right um l- let's focus on now the team let's focus on atlanta mm-hmm. phase now uh coming into this year um i guess we'll start with austin the big thing um yeah 
well, everyone will probably want to know, you know, is it just, were there too many free agents? Were there too many good uh, free agents? I should say, was it, you know, just selling him, being him in AR, you find a role issue there. I mean, I uh, guess this was man. like, yeah, what was the conversation? Cause I mean, it was a, Austin had a good year, you know? No, Austin played great. And when I talked to him too, like I, 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 I kept it very, you know, straight with him in the sense, like he played great. He was a good teammate. You know, a lot of people have those, the, the, that, uh, I guess the rumor around his name that he's a bad teammate sometimes you can be like, you know, he can be like obviously a hard headed like leader, like he wants it his way or no way and stuff. And like, man, I've coached Austin twice. I have never had too much issues with him. Obviously we've had arguments, but it's never been like what people make it out to be. He was a great teammate and he was a great leader. But at the end of the day, like, especially with the, these, the phase guys and stuff and all the standards, like we've gotten second places and stuff. And that's some teams is, you know, that's their dream to get on the podium and, we have to win or it's nothing right and like we only won one event last year and we could have played a little better and things could have went our way in major five and even champs I, I i get it but we didn't win enough as as much as we wanted to and just personally i think the way slasher and Celium were playing the ar role together as well as having simp not be as fully comfortable as he was supposed to be last year like i just don't think it meshed as well as it was and it wasn't even again like Austin not wanting the mesh as much as it was just like not meshing together. And yeah. I just wanted to see how we, we wanted to see how it looks like we talked to as a team and like, they wanted to see how it looks with like MC being more of like in a different role, like a little bit less of a flex and a little bit more of like the, I'm going to get a bunch of kills and like, we need someone else to kind of flex in between. And that's kind of what the conversation went down to. But I, I have no, I have nothing bad to say about slasher when it came to last year. It I mean, great. I think we all kind of know, right? Like, if mm -hmm. you're ever going to make a team change, it's pretty hard to move on from Simp, Abizi, and Celium, right? Like, I just, yeah. man, I mean, I, obviously, like, it things can get worse, or there could be personality things, but this trio, I don't know what their average placing is. It's probably two or less than like, two. Yeah, something like that. I don't know, 2.5, whatever it is, it's, it's ridiculous. So, I, I mean, yeah, I guess everyone just kind of has to know if this team doesn't win champs or maybe you have three major major wins like you're pretty much gonna try to improve in some way of course and that and that's the thing too it's like you're trying to improve at all and at the end of the day like again last year wasn't that bad of a year for us if you look at it no. we what we got our championship but i mean bro like the standard of our phase team has always been higher than what like the normal team has in my opinion at least i feel like every time we get second yeah it, it's like we come home the players come home from a second place with like 30,000 something dollars in their pocket. They get second place. It sucks losing it. I think, you know, you would understand second's the worst, but like at the same time, like you're still doing really good for yourself, but it just feels miserable. It almost feels worse sometimes. And like, yeah, they just didn't have a good enough year to their standard and they just wanted to make a change. And honestly, I think like the way the AR roles were just meshing, I'm just, I, I, we decided to go and keep sell because we think that we can make him more optimized for our team. I always what? thought it was like a short-term thing personally. Like you guys were going to find that next dynasty guy, the next God. And I don't know. I never thought it was going to be that long. You know, I love Austin. Yeah. I mean, it depends if, if we, yeah, if we, if we won a bunch, I don't think we would have made a change. It's like, they, they couldn't have, like it'd be hard to, yeah. yeah. So it's like, but at the end of the day, the results were the results and it just kind of sucks, but it yeah. is what it is. Was, it, was there like ever a discussion just like it being the game it was? Like you, you were talking about like yeah. Sim never got as comfortable as he was. Well, that's because he couldn't really move. Um, yeah. Right. Like I mean, no, we we talked about it. I talked it about it because, from the coaching's perspective, last year was as frustrating as it could have been. It was also awesome to watch them work 
as hard as they did and put as much work as they were putting in. And like, again, like the team environment was good. Their, their practice was for the most part, like relatively like, you know, they were always trying to improve and watch VODs and stuff. So it wasn't like I was super frustrated as I was a coach, like compared to like the Vanguard year, but like, it was more like, yeah, like we, we thought about maybe this game does just suck. I personally think MW2 was horrible, but at the same Sick. time, like yeah. it's just Great. tough. Cause I think the way right now Cell has been playing is like, could be really dominant with like the right system around him. So we wanted to just change it up a little bit after talking about it. But yeah, it was definitely hard because I didn't really want to make a change at first, but at the same time, yeah, it's just standards and all that stuff too. Yeah. I mean, hey, we Joe, all, I, were the only people talking about it for a long time, man, like sell just something's weird. Yeah, it's not even like he, he, and he's, he's such a good kid too. Cause like he puts so yeah. much work into his game. Even now this year, it's like so funny. You and he, I like, talked for a hundred hours. About it. Yeah. You know, you, you yeah, you know problem. that like, yeah, you trust me. Like you, you guys know a lot more too, but it's just like, yeah, like he just wants to do everything he can to like be the best player he can be. And also obviously help the team he can win and stuff too. So we had a long talk in the off season and everything, but yeah, things have been great so far, but it does. It definitely did suck because yeah i was just thinking like austin like just a great search player search i mean your entire yeah. team was just search was completely different last year you couldn't move around like everything was different last year yeah it was it was a completely different game that's how cod is too though it just sucks because like i feel like every year can be a little bit different especially last year and it's like if we run it back like we could definitely run it back and still be pretty good but then there's also again like you know just to keep it completely honest like the, the free agents that were also available are that's what I was saying. Were, are extremely are extremely enticing too like right like you know as soon as that year ends we didn't have the year we wanted there was a lot of really good options if there's a time to make a move it's then and it's like well we didn't have the year we wanted we didn't play as good and again i don't even think it it was fully his (laughs) the world champs made a move like yeah so it's just like yeah it's just it's just like tough so it's like yeah i think that was also a big part of it as well as like I think with the year not being as good as we wanted it to be, I think it was kind of like the players were like, yeah, I think we should try and change it up a little bit. So. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess what, what are you looking at for like this team? Like where do you want to see like improvement the, the most? Yes. Uh, coming uh, off last year. Coming off last year. I mean, I think, you know, I hope the search stays the same. That'd be nice. You know, the, yeah. all that stuff, but the, the, the search, those guys work really hard in the search world, especially with S and D coach and stuff with like Pac and all them. Like they, they, they do so much work, but uh, I mean, just in general, I want to respawn to translate more into matches than they did. I know our respawn record last year wasn't that good. Our control record, in my opinion, we just needed to be better at control overall. I think our philosophy, we can never get on the same page. So I think control this year is really important. I think control is probably the most important game mode. I mean, you can't get three owed. If you're good at control, you can always swing it. It's a swing round. We've like, you know, it's just so important for that. I said so, that a lot, yeah. Yeah. Especially I think, in a Cold War year with like you and Ultra, like when you guys won that year. Cause so yeah. many teams are you're winning your search pick or you're winning your hard point pick, right? Especially end of the year. Just yeah. feels like that game three, like it's just so, so important. important. Yeah. And then that's and that's so it's like I want to improve with our control philosophies and getting on the same page with which I think we're doing a really good job this year. And then again, hard point, just optimizing these guys to be the best players they can be. Like, obviously we want Sim to be more comfortable this year. We want Selium to try and get more hill time, but overall we want to play a system where like all four of them can do whatever at any given moment. And I think right now with the team that we have, they've been doing a good job. You know, like sometimes MC's out there going crazy with spawn kills. And then sometimes he's in the hill with draws is doing it. And then sometimes, you know, BZ's well, BZ's always going crazy because that's just how he is. But it's just like, yeah. <laughs> we want that as much. And like, there's maps where I see Sim get a bunch of hill time, but then there's maps where I see him get none. So again, I want them to be at, like as much of a assembly line unit as possible, where all four of them are 
able to do what they could do. And I think they were getting it in practice last year, but not fully translating it. And usually when that happens, it means like it's not fully believed in, if that makes any sense. You know, like usually like there's like some like kind of like just like not full confidence of like what we're actually trying to execute. And I think this year we had a long talk about everything after last year and stuff too. And I think they're doing a good job with it uh, right now. Well, <clears throat> I want to talk draws a little bit at this point and like i kind of want to do it in two ways i want to talk just about draza <laughs> and then sort of about his like impact with the other players like because you and i talked a ton about it and like i thought he was perfect not only because of yeah. the, the cell stuff but like also his whole demeanor and vibe like you needed that like killer instinct i felt like you guys lost that a bit mm -hmm. um so first him individually like how has he been just like, as a player like comms mentality like how good has he been for you uh from the coaching perspective he's been like perfect to be honest like not even just i know like i'm you know i'm probably gonna like i'll be obligated to say that people might you're allowed but like <laughs> you're like allowed. it but like honestly he's been great his comms have been really good his comms like you know between the team and stuff like there's a lot of moments where like he'll take over the comms and like call a play in a hard point or something of what we need to do uh he's got like like very demanding communication but at the same time like not hectic or frantic you know and i think that's a big thing for us that we can technically have frantic comms with uh with with throughout the year so that's important i don't know what saying ever in a scrim then in this work ethic and all that stuff too dude it's just like it's been really good so i mean he had 71 series of bpl eights played and the next per person on the bpl eights had 50 so he plays a lot of Call of Duty as a coach. If you you know, he plays a lot of Call of Duty. He's good at Call of Duty, and he's smart too. The one thing I think I under not underrated, but I never worked with him, is when you play with certain players. There's people that believe in like watching VOD and like really understanding like what you're doing affects the next guy on the map. You know what I mean? Like like with the mini maps and all that. He he does. I think that's probably because he was coached by J Cap for a lot of his career too, and he's a smart kid. But like every single time something does go wrong in a scrim. One of them, including him, a lot of the times will will bring it up in the link immediately. Watch the vod, say, "Well, what are we doing here? This and that." Like he's very aware of like the the big picture of a team, not just like, "Hey, like you can go to this spot and get a two piece. Let's fry." It's like, "No, dude, if you like make this play and you go around here, like this like causes him to spawn here." Like he's a very smart kid, and I think that's it's really nice working with someone like that. Oh, he dealt with Kenny. He had to be able to explain shit, or like he just would have died. <laughs> yeah, I mean, again, he came up through a very good system. <laughs> <laughs> yeah of call of duty with like kenny's really smart i have a lot of respect for kenny and then cap i think is obviously a genius when it comes to cod so i think that really shows working with him now that like he's got a really good foundation of just under understanding cod because as crazy as it sounds a lot of people don't and he does so hey, you know yeah. what well, one thing though like cap's never had a great foundation and was search and destroy though but i feel like draza's <laughs> draza's search like I, I just remember like listening to them like he would literally just call out rounds, like talking about the VOD, yeah. like what teams like to do. This is what we're going to do. This is how we're going to counter it. Like it, it feels like, I mean, as crazy as this sounds, like your search can get even better. So say that what's your record if I'm on the team as the four and you still win like 80%. You're right. Yeah. I think our search was always going to be pretty good because I think Vanguard <laughs> yeah. would have been our worst search year. If I could yeah. take a guess, I, I, I think that was our worst search year. Sure. And we weren't even bad at it. We just weren't like, you know, really good at it you know so it's like i i think the the trio themselves will always be a pretty good search team for the most part i, I would i would take a guess but i do think again like draws is also slasher is so good at search we were so good at search last year but draws is also a really good search player and he plays a lot of search and destroy eights he has a lot of variety angles he brings a lot of information to the team 
another thing too like he doesn't keep information he to does himself. this shit that some of your guys don't want to do like yeah and, like, uh, so i'm gonna shoot through a, a guy through this wall right here and, mm. and i'm gonna do probably this like and, what yeah. the fuck and this is gonna open up the map for you to hit this when i do this like yeah like he he has a lot of calls and stuff like that from just playing the game so much so i do think like yeah there's a world where we can be really good at search again this year too record wise all right now the other part of it like you uh you mm -hmm. touched on this a bit you don't have to like go too far but like it was like, is Cell going to be a main AR? Is, like, do we get, is he flex still? And we get like a scrap or like a psycho main AR? Or do yeah. we get a flex and he kind of shifts? You had to figure out what you want to do. And when he got draws, I was like, on paper, that seems pretty good. Now that you've had some time, like just isolate sort of that duo. What do you think so far? Wait, isolate, like you're saying isolate. Like, like, like the play with Cell, you and Draza. Like and now with Cell at main AR and Draza there, did he fix the problem so far? Like you think, you think it worked out how you thought it would? Um, yeah, I mean, to be completely honest with you, and I know I've probably, I'm, I'm sure some fans have obviously criticized this, like, especially because, you know, when Austin played well last year and we got rid of him, like, you know, there's also a recurring theme of, like, we're not winning. We had RCDs. We didn't win with him at the, at the end of Vanguard. There was a lot of other stuff to that. But, like, and then this year, you know, we had Slasher. We didn't win with him. It's like, what do we do? We can't just keep, like, rotating someone. Like, we have to obviously, like, look within. I've seen, I think people were talking about that, like, on the flank and stuff. Maybe it might have been Parasite. I don't know. But uh, yeah, I'm like looking I at think the game, but yeah, go ahead. Yeah, no, I mean, I again, there's other stuff too, but like I think uh, just in general, like we were also we had some stuff to work on individually, like the players on our teams to make everyone make sure, like again, like the big picture of like everyone flowing on the map as well as they could be. Let's get Simp a little bit more active. Let's make sure he's comfortable because if he's not comfortable, I know people love to talk about Simp, but at the end of the day, he's the fucking goat. Period. Plain and simple. So yeah. like. When he's comfortable, he is that good. And he's been that good even last year. And it's like all that stuff. So it's like we want to make sure everyone's like playing for the team to win the most. And so we had to have a lot of talks just in general about like what we want to change. And then I do think Draza also helps in that aspect right now with the way like we're having, you know, cell play and stuff. It's not just the hill time stat is going to be the full story of it. But, you know, like. No matter what, I think on any team, if there's one guy that always has to do one thing, if it's always Hill, it's always anchoring, it's always watching the That's bench, a like whatever it is, it's a problem. And yep. I think right now with what we're trying to create, uh, it's looking pretty good. And so, yeah, I think Draza definitely helps solve it. But at the same time, like, at the end of the day, all three players know that you have to look at, look at yourself in the mirror and be like, yeah, we have to get better. Including myself as coaching. It's like, yeah, we, well, how do we make this actually work? Because this, we can't just keep, you know, it wasn't like they got rid of Austin and they were like, oh, finally, we can win with this guy. Like, they, they knew they had to work on themselves. Austin too. was doing what he was supposed to do. I, exactly. I that's, yeah, no, that's, that's what I told them, too. Like, I was like, bro, you yeah. did everything you needed to do. So it's like, yeah, you have to look at yourself, too, and be like, how can I get better for the team as well? And that's then all three of them did that, too. No, it's awesome. That's awesome yeah. to hear. I mean, they're, they're taking that because obviously they want to win. Uh, like, mm -hmm. does the, the state of the game help that sort of like the meta right now? Because we're kind of in a three AR sort of one sub, sometimes two sub. Like, does that just make that sort of transition i think like a little yeah. easier like you're just kind of probably does it matter for that team i feel like you guys are versatile as fuck though like probably i think the more subs it just makes some things easier yeah yeah I, I think the more subs helps us in the sense like being is having symptoms vz is always nice and then zach uses both guns very very well so or Drazo right. uses both guns very very well so it's like i don't like the meta is probably nicer to just to transition right now but overall i think just the, the state of the game the 150 health is like a breath of fresh air to watch I think like you see more like actual gunfights and everything else. I I think you know spawns and stuff can change here and there to get a little bit better. But yeah. overall, yeah, no, I think it's nice. I I couldn't really complain right now. 
and it's cool too to watch all them like grow from like me starting with them in mw 2019 till now like yeah a lot of the off stream conversations not that don't happen in scrims of like private vod watching on the side like there's been a lot of that this year and just gonna try and keep that going that was awesome uh now let's talk uh let's talk the game let's talk state of the game right now as we head into stage one um first thing we're going to talk about maybe if you're like i don't know think of this is like a cdl for dummies uh one-on-one -on -one <laughs> type thing uh we're going to look at the current gas for viewers um and what they could expect for uh week one yep. of the cdl because that starts when friday is friday friday yeah, friday yeah okay yeah. so uh staking <laughs> which um i've watched some scrims i, I think it seems great uh ats um i use it because i'm old um uh, yeah yeah but maybe let's explain why ats is it's really really good right like i, I think some people may what they'll say is uh you should preserve your body your hands you should preserve controllers nope. ats definitely helps that uh but the reason pros don't use it is because it makes things like timings in going from sprint to tie sprint like and everyone's movement, a movement god it's not skill yeah. like yes yeah. uh single tap i don't know that was like a war zone two like last year setting chris you, what is, what's single tap i don't even know what it, it All is right, so so the big thing right now is funny enough is like ats is a problem for sure but single tap is almost more of a problem because i think okay. single tap is just ats on steroids and the reason why i say that is because there is i mean if you guys play on ats there are some times where you try to walk forward and you yep. sprint and you die and you're like oh shit right. like you know like especially when you try and never well joe you don't use shotguns but you ever try and use a shotgun <laughs> no i do i do yeah. hey, i'm an interstellar guy unlocked oh, it today. that's true so there you go so yeah there's still you know, congratulations and then there's some times yeah. where like you go to walk forward and it kind of hurts you with the single tap to run if you click your left stick in once instead of twice you immediately do the tax sprint so it's basically like almost controllable auto auto tax sprint where like you can right. actually still walk forward and it all it takes is one click which is the same thing and a lot of people that play on ats click their stick anyway so Which, like, I wasn't close in my guess, so yeah, yeah, no. So it's basically it's basically ATS, but just a little bit better, especially when it's controlled by pros. And then yeah, like the movement stuff. Like the reason why pros don't want that is because moving, like you know, take my personal bias out of this and just use an optic guy. You moving like Shotzi is a skill, period. Yep, and if you, and if you are an older player in the league, or even if you want to throw me in there, and I can start moving even seventy five percent of what Shotzi can do because I'm on ATS. That is not me being talented that is the game doing it for me and at a pro level you sh you should 100 percent have to actually have some sauce in your movement on your own and it should be given to you and also snaking by the way is brutal with ats sure is that's that's how you snake by when you're like fully lied down you you tax for an out of it so if you have ats or single tap everyone's staking movement is insane too so it makes it even worse in that aspect too so like yeah just overall you just want players like Shotzi and I think Abizi has good movement and all these guys like Selig, you want them to actually have good movement not everyone just be a movement god like that little I mentioned to Joe like when we're watching Simp that little like you know you have to turn on a dime and do like a slide cancel and yeah. like that one step to sprint I struggle sometimes to do that with auto attack <laughs> so many like, they'll yeah. do it so fluid like with, with there having is a to click skill it twice. to it yes oh, exactly there is a skill to it a hundred percent because like they move better than me with at i have ats on and yeah, they move no. better than me with with having to do it, like, hit it twice. Yeah. so that, that's what i mean yeah. like you should not be able to have that in the pro world because that is a skill no matter what and most of the people that are arguing that it's like a quality of life thing for controllers and stuff i mean to be completely honest with you they all get free controllers or sponsored by whoever it is and then on top of that oh, as well, like yeah. their hands and stuff like i don't know i feel like a lot of that is just like a cop-out of like 
you just know people like Shotzi and Abizi and all these guys move better than you. And well, I think I think really what that argument is about is like because I think Back Challenger's trying to mimic this, too. right? Like Back Challenger's trying to mimic. Yes. Yeah, Ch Challenger's trying to mimic this as, yeah. as close as possible. Uh, so maybe that I think that's pretty much it. Um, sound EQ, uh, huge deal last year. I don't, I don't, I've never used sound EQ. I uh, wasn't one of those people last year. Um, got it on right now. Uh, for this year, I, I guess I'm just curious, like covert sneakers. I know you made a TikTok or a short about it. Like what can you hear without sound EQ? Like what, so uh, what can be heard? You can, so you can still hear covert sneakers if they're close enough with certain movements and certain like terrains, but like you have to have it really, really loud and mantling is the loudest. Mantling is loud. Like, yeah, like you can definitely like I, I watch I still watch in scrims here and there. Like, I don't think anyone has sound cue on technically by the GA right now, but there's still some times like without even sound cue, you still hear people like it. But it's not it is it is so much better. And even last year on land, the sound whoring, well, the or, white like, noise sounding people. Yeah, yeah. Sounding people just you can't really sound people that much. So like if it's if it's barely even anything online on land, it's going to be obsolete. Even like I, I watch Simp, he runs lightweight with dead silence as the field upgrade. And so he basically never has dead silence popped. That was my he next barely, question. He barely gets sounded. So like it's it's way better. It's still like, you know, you can still hear people online, but it's way, way better than it was last year. Yeah. My next question was, is do you think we'll see like sort of a no covert sneakers meta? In respawn, right. I think you'll, I think on land for sure. I think your submachine guns in respawn, especially on land, are being running around with lightweight and dead silence, one hundred percent. Same thing as snaking. It's it, it makes it's free info makes a dumb player smart. Like yeah. now having daddy and stuff, uh, I think people will shine. that should shine. Uh, oh, dude, watching people make plays is crazy. So I you know. still are you using you have it on right now? Like, have you played MW? I have. I have the super sound EQ on, like the Warzone sound EQ, like all what because I I got you hear like freaking everything still. Yeah, but even when I play search, I don't really play with it very loud. But like I when I play at the respawn eights and stuff, there's a few things where like if someone has lightweight on, I'll hear them. But like, I mean, whatever. Like you know, like that's that's the Warzone sound EQ is crazy. Like when I got my stuff optimized for the World Series stuff, like. That's even crazier than what the pros were playing on. Can't but. do it. It just sounds so dog shit. I can't tell you. It sounds terrible, but yeah, the footsteps and stuff are nuts. But like, even this though is not as bad as it was last year. To be honest, it really isn't. Okay. That's good to Got hear. it. Yeah. No, I'm way too lazy to do any of that stuff. Yeah. Um. So all pistol attachments are on the list. Uh. Listen, this is just my opinion. I love the Renetti. I have a feeling that Renetti's gonna probably join this list at some point. Am I wrong in that? Or uh, I actually no. I dude, the Renetti's pretty bad. Pretty balanced. Yeah. I, I would I would say like right now because you can only use movement attachments on it, and the okay. current Renetti that they use, I've watched them it's put like five or six bursts into people, and they're like, "What the hell?" And like, then there's sometimes that you'll get a crazy kill with it, but for the most part, like, dude, like they're more comfortable with an MCW in like a tight staircase than a pistol. Like, okay. it, 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 it's like awesome. it's I don't think it's that overpowered right now. So I'm always torn this... on it because like when they are overpowered, you get some nutty like individual plays. Oh but... yeah, no, it's 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 good. It's really good. If you make someone one shot and you slide to finish the kill, it is not something where like you pull out because you're about to turn a close corner and slide on someone with it because it, you will probably die. Like the MCW I, is more of a comfortable gun that I watch pro players right now for the most part slide on people with than the, than the pistol, unless they're weak, of course. Uh, sniper rifles, of course, always a debated topic. Uh, I assume just the cat, just a little too good. Um, yeah. Again, just having it every single round. You, you can't like balance it like CS where you have an economy. Uh, some people are going to be sad about that. Fact is, we're not the pros, so we're gonna move on. Um, the knife is on this list, and some people may want to know why the fuck's the, the knife on this list. 
if you have run around with a karambit or a gutter, a yes. gutter gutted knife, what is gutter, gutter knife? Gut, I think it's the gutter knife. I think yeah, gutter knife. Gutter, yeah. Uh, on this game, uh, with the 150 HP, you can basically raise hell. Uh, it is there's a lunge. You are very fast. Um, I assume that's what it's about. It's that it was really, yeah. it's really good. Yo, how do you like Warzone when it had the one hit melee? It was your favorite couple of weeks, right? Uh, deleted that from my memory, I think. So. <laughs> Dude, I forgot about that to be honest with you, but yeah, no, I was that, I mean, the time Joe was raging to me. I was like, that's horrible, horrible. <laughs> yeah, when you had the throwing knives and stuff. I mean, it's the same thing. The big thing that you hit on is just the 150 health, Joe. Like, yeah, right now it's 150 health with a, with a weapon, it's a three beat downs. So basically, beating down okay. someone is very hard to like get a beat down kill, but. If you could pull out your knife with the karambit with the lunge and how fast you move, every single hill with a tight corner, you were better off sitting in the corner with your knife out because at 150 health, you kill them before like they could kill you with right. the sub. Like, so yeah. there's just a lot of really dumb plays that are made with the knife because again, like it, it allows you to kill yeah. faster. Yeah, it allows you to kill faster than any weapon because of the 150 health for a trade where like it just kind of takes like the thought process and the skill out of it. And again, like, yeah, just like sprinting around close corners and stuff is just silly so like pros just kind of wanted it to be like a teamwork like yo let's trade this guy together not let's sit in corners with knives and just start sprinting around dvd on invasion with the knife in my hand and you know it's like kind of i don't know but yeah but he says to me uh ar's on red dot high green ammunition i assume just way too strong on an ar um uh, yeah i th i think the i think the pros are just tired of the ars being so good so they tried to nerf it Makes oh, sense. Um, yeah. SAE kill streak. Are we still using kill streaks? By the way, is the same thing. Like it's goes yeah, by it's kills. Cruise. Yeah, and it's the cruise. Same thing. Do you ha you have the option to switch to score streaks? Right? Is it is just a, not? What do they get fucked? I don't, I don't think they, I don't think they do that. I think they just keep it on kill. Okay. Yeah, I'm well, it used to be last year score was better. They raged when kill streaks came back, and then they never went back to score streaks. Like, yeah. I mean, I think last year got weird. Yeah. yeah. It, 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 last year threw a loop into a lot of things. Uh, two trophies per team, and then uh, one smoke and S and D, which I think is very uh, important. That one smoke, uh, based yeah. on some stuff, stuff I've watched, that's pretty much, I mean, what a lot of these pushes are, are you're going to see in CDL week one are, are off of that that one smoke. Um, so that was just a little little, you know, for everyone who's going to watch the CDL this weekend, have some questions. Boom, we got you. Um, I now want to talk like the maps a little bit, Chris. Um, mm -hmm. Let's talk about like. What do you expect to be the most common the first few weeks of the CDL? Because I always feel that like picks. when the CDL starts, yes. Yeah. I feel like there's a couple of maps that like teams really, you know, talk about, focus uh -huh. on. And then there's kind of like your cheesy maps. Like, like I think a Fortress last year, right? That wasn't picked really early until teams were like, all right, we kind of suck at hotel. We kind of suck at a CDL. So let's just fucking <laughs> yeah, start the shittier you start team. Forced. You start getting yeah, forced. Right? Pick, yeah, right? So my guess is... The hard point cheese is like sub base. Yeah. Fair point. Yeah. That's your bocage. Like, like your bocage esque. Like, let's just sh sh fight. It's just that map is just a billion gunfights with the spawns and just like P3 is impossible to soak for the most part. So it's like, yeah, it's a very weird um, map. So sure. I guess like hard point, what do you, what do you think you're going to see a lot of sort of Karachi um, invasion? See, I'm, I'm curious. I think so. I don't know the general consensus of terminal because i think terminal is like it's very one-sided if you have that side right yep karachi i've seen a lot of people have a lot of criticism criticism for karachi because of the way you just spawn across the map on some of those hills like so i feel like you're going to see a lot of invasion i think invasion is going to be like a lot of people's like map to play okay uh the palace hill kind of ruins that map but still i, I mean i watch listen i watch people break palace hill and scrims every single day 
on my like, team and again and then i watched my team do it too that, so like that chat we had was funny though. i was like is there a i saw someone rotate 90 seconds early i'm like chris what else was there we're like hack neard yeah i couldn't think of anything that like was that wild where like someone would pull hard yeah. point and a half early i'm like what the fuck but it's tough dude you do something like that and then you you get broken and like you just lose so it's like i don't know like Invasion, you couldn't break. You got broke yeah. five times all year. It, it, it's yeah, not no. bad. We'll see how Invasion plays in matches, but I think you might see a lot of Invasion. Uh, definitely Karachi too, uh, even though I know some people complained about it, but I, I think those two maps like right now aren't bad. And yeah. probably Skid Row. Uh, just yeah. because like Skid Row, like yeah. the P2 could be a little bit annoying in P5, but like I, I don't think Skid Row plays terrible. I think Subbase is going to be one of those maps that people are super uncomfortable on, just the way it plays. The and P2 then Terminal, looks like the Hackney. It's like the same thing as like little two-story. Like, it know, looks like... Yeah. Yeah, just and then like, ter and terminals is going to be like, uh, I, I think 50, yeah. terminals just like it just depends because it's very one sided. So it depends on how comfortable teams are on that map. That sounds like, like a map where like maybe teams down the road try to mess with the veto system. Mm -hmm. I, maybe just a little too early uh, for that. Yeah. Uh, search, I feel like that's just going to come down to teams and picks. Uh, control, because I, I think for control, there's sort of a lot of, I don't know. I, I mean, or coming into this game, there was some like just negativity around control. I feel like Karachi and Invasion, pretty good control. No, I, mean, I, I don't think they're bad. Like, I mean, I think, I mean, dude, we played Gavutu control. Yeah, I, I hear year. you. And then and we played Fortress and last year. Like, so, I mean, like, I don't think Invasion or Karachi control are bad at all. I honest. agree with I don't you. Think I, I don't think they're great, but I don't think they're bad at all. We've had no, much I, worse. I think Karachi, you can win both. Invasion's a little tough uh, with the A zone mm -hmm. over at bus stop. Uh, and then I'm just curious with high rise. Like, do you think we're going to see how, cause like high rise is always, it feels like, cause you just spawn trap on both sides yeah. and then you can blow up. Like yeah, it's, I mean, it's one defensive or offensive four down and you're stuck in that fucking base. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I don't is know. I feel like that's going to be later on. Yeah. I think, I think if there is a map that's going to become like the cheese later on kind of thing, like almost like your checkmate and you're like, you're like, you're just, just that like third map that people don't love as much as the other two, but eventually <laughs> we'll probably start to like it. They're like, we're, we'll we're trying to get that. shit on on this. So we yeah. should play it. And I think people are just tired of getting exploded randomly all the time on that map. And the top helicopter uh, yeah. head glitch and stuff is Depends like, nuts, so it's like I, I don't mind. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Like, I, I think, I think that maps again, like, eh. But I don't know. I, I think people just are tired of watching Control in general. But I do think Control is better than last year. And I think it's better than the last year before that, too, personally. But I agree. Yeah, I, I yeah. think uh, yeah, Invasion and Karachi have a lot of... I don't know. I think there's a I, lot there. I, like, when I watch it, I, 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 I think, like, right now, I like to say, like, I feel like I understand, of, like, what you can do to approach a break on offense and, like, what you want to do and how you, like, you like, just the philosophy of it. Like, it looks, like, pretty good and even some of the spawns and stuff for the most part on control like if you're not blocking here they spawn here and if you're here you know what i mean like i don't know like it it, it seems pretty logical for the most part right now again yeah, it's not perfect but i mean i don't i really don't think it's as bad as controls always like with. okay i don't know yeah control is just always, like, exactly always okay i'd be able to say it's okay but honestly some of my favorite moments throughout the year are control i, I will be no, honest it's best it's great i'm just saying like it's never yeah. it doesn't have the floor ctf does yeah it doesn't um, have the floor that domination has either that's the problem yeah yeah yeah, yeah. like it's always okay. It doesn't, it doesn't make have this, I don't think it has. It should be easier to move here. zones yeah. too. It should be easier for the yeah. devs to work. Oh, with. title to title, way fucking easier. Yeah, I would mm -hmm. imagine. Yeah. Um. Let's talk. Uh. I mean, I guess. What, what do you? Let's talk just this game in general. Like, what do you think? How close are we to a very not very good, a good title? Are we spawn update? Do we think you do we need another map? Like, there's Mercado oh. supposedly coming back. Would Mercado maybe help things with what with Deddy? 
Yeah, I don't think Mercado would hurt things. Again, but a big thing that I'm scared of is just, I, I, I'm a huge believer that spawns are almost more important than a map sometimes. I know having yeah. a good map is also very important. You need to have your lanes and not a billion doorways and stuff. I, I agree. But, like, a, a good map can be ruined. Like, you can ruin Raid Hardpoint very easily with a bad spawn yep. system. Very easily. You can, you can make that map the worst playable map of all time, and not, which I think that's one of the best. So it's like, I think we're more of a spawn update away from having a pretty good game uh the spawns right now are like kind of readable but again they're, they're like just not they're just not good squad yeah. spawns mixed with some traditional it's really and weird watching two, and scripts. there's there's some hills that have too many spawn points and then there's some hills that don't have enough you know what i mean so then it's like it makes no sense so i, I think like they have to do a, a spawn update and then like yeah like a map or two wouldn't kill us for sure but it's like very hard to judge some of these maps because like right now the way the terminal spawns work if you spawn on the security side of the map, you have about five of the six, you have four of the five hills control, and like it's it's godlike, and like there's no way to really not spawn them out. And then like when you do spawn them out, it's like they spawn play and you spawn eskies. It's like a parallel race. Like weird. it's just kind of weird. So it's like I would love to see some of the spawns change. I think that's my number one thing to make it play a little bit better. And then some of the hill like actual points too. I think we're a mapper a mapper way or two that would help a lot. But I think it's the spawns and then like some of the hill locations. Some of the hills are too small, then some of the hills just don't make sense, like on sub base, like the way like the, the actual rotation goes can be changed. But I well, think the like fundamental of this sub base and terminal the ones where like three and four should swap because it doesn't make sense yeah, to me at yeah, all, Joe. Is that yeah, the ones they, I texted you? Like yeah. there's things that should swap on some of them, but just overall, I think the core of this game with 150 health, a little bit of better better movement, the gunplay, and all the stuff is good. And the way Sledgehammer's been communicating, a spawn update, a little hill update here and there, and just constant like actually doing what they're doing right now for an entire year straight would be, I think we're in for a good year. Honestly, but, you got more uh, so far than we did last year. Fine, so that's good. Can I, I, mean, can I ask yeah. a question to you guys? What's up? Um, Like, can we just like stop doing this thing every year and it like instead just have like the pros come out for like a week or two? Like the devs don't want to make, they don't, they, they, they throw, they don't know where the hell should go. They throw at the dartboard. Yeah, here, 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 and there. At least we have six and not 19. Can yeah. we just have the pros for a week or two play hardpoint and control and search, tell them the best places to put the objectives and the spawns, and then they don't have to worry about it ever again? Yeah, that's that's my thing is like, I... I How long do you think yeah. it would take? Like two weeks, max? Max. Even, I think you can get even. it done in a week, but like... You can get it to, done To decently. perfect it. Yeah, to perfect it like two weeks, but you can you could probably let pro players play for like five days. And, like, after that five days, the feedback that they would give you and the spawns and everything, like, I think they would have, like, a, a really solid start of the game, year. Like, in five days of work. Very easily. Like, and again, like, even Mercado, too. Like, yeah, like, the seven hills. Like, dude, we don't need seven hills. Like, but before, MW19 had 18 or something. No, I know. I was there. I went to that play <laughs> test when that game came out. Where's the like, raid? Yeah, that, so, uh, yeah. I think five days, the pro players can go. If you let them play like five to six hours a day at least, pff, done. Either. I'm not going down this rabbit hole. Yes, I agree. Yeah, no. I, I, just, I can go I, down that route too. But It's like my tweets uh, last night. I could talk about that for like a decade. Not doing it. Yeah. I mean, I just don't. Like, I, I know I they don't want to worry about it. Like, I know they don't. Why yeah, would they? Yeah, they definitely don't want to. Like, they don't. Yeah. They probably go into a meeting and it's like, hey, what's the sh social chatter? Uh, We're talking like some of the big things that come up for the CDLs. Probably on that list. And that's some shit they could probably just not have to worry about. I imagine avoid. you put a couple hey, you guys of junior devs shit that does nothing to our wallets. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, I was just you know okay. That's all I really wanted to say. You yeah, know, <laughs> you're you trust me, you're right because that that a lot of that could be fixed before the game comes out, and 
then we can actually start working at other stuff. It does suck that the first month of this year is kind of like fixing the game, but after last year, dude, I'm I'm grateful. Yeah, well, right, speaking speaking of, which... I hope the CDL fixed. Yeah, well, it mm-hmm. didn't happen. Um, <laughs> let's get into the CDL then. Uh, CDL starts Friday, but yeah. based off like what we were just talking about, um, mm-hmm. we have two weeks of matches. Uh, that ends the seventeenth. And then we return one twelfth, uh, and so there's about a month break. My yeah, question, bro, <laughs> should we just have started in mid January, anyways? If we're gonna have these updates, yeah, in these weird. game faces, because it's weird because you're gonna play these first three matches, and then everything's gonna get fixed and changed. So it's like, I know. imagine you guys are gonna play this out until the break, and then like maybe having a spawn update or yeah. whatever. I think that's what's gonna happen. I'm assuming we play this out. With the news, with the, with the spawns that we're using, obviously right now, and then they change the spawns on us, and then after these three matches or these three days of matches, like we have like basically like three weeks to figure it out again, and then go again. Uh, I think in a perfect world, we are like a marketing tool for the game launch, and I would love it to be close to it and to be as one happy family. But we don't have that, and we're not a marketing tool; it's separate entirely. So yeah, just let's just do it when it's ready. I mean. I would yeah, love listen, I, I love that we started earlier. I love going until the end of June and July, like because then we have our summers, right? And yeah, it's great. Mm-hmm. But like I understand engagement is really important. But I feel like we can't sacrifice the the product itself and the competition. Yeah. But I would just not? rather it's in a good enough time. place though. I don't know. It's not like I, that. Like, I do. There's I also... some bad shit, Maeve. There's some really yeah. bad things. Did you watch last year? It... I hear you. I'm just saying. I mean, it was the same thing last year. We started in December. I hear you. I, this is part of that discussion. Like, well, I mean, uh, why we, the we fuck still, are we doing this? We didn't have red dots in July, but like, it's, yeah. it's in a better place. Like, I think overall, but I don't know. No, I mean, we could also. I feel like I, I, I'm a big believer in like the two and the five Ks type thing. Still, I, I, I still think like even if you didn't start the league technically like right away, like you were saying, if you wanted to start it later. I still think you can do so much within the first couple months, like first month. Yeah, I think we still have a pro-am. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying the league itself. Like, why are we giving out CDL points with a broken spawn system to qualify for champs at the end of the year? No, yeah, no, you're you're, you're not wrong. wrong. And that's what I mean. I feel like they could definitely do it where, like, they could still make things really engaging with, obviously, not having... I disagree with you. I'm saying in a perfect world, I want it early. But we don't have Mm -hmm. a perfect world, so I'm going to go for it. Yeah, why can't you make this a perfect world yet, Maeve? Yeah, I'll, Mace, try. On, I'll try. On. You're supposed to be the commission. Like, I don't know. I want to be a wizard. And if I had magic powers, dude, it'd fix it all. Yeah. I don't, okay. Joe. I'm sorry. Which house are you in? Which house am I in? Oh, uh, yeah. I got Ravenclaw when I played the game, but I'm probably. You're definitely Slytherin. Yeah. Actually, you're more, you're more Hufflepuff. You think, you think I'm more Hufflepuff? Hufflepuff? Okay. Yeah. I'll be, I'll be Hufflepuff. Chris, I'll be I got Hufflepuff. around, dude. Yeah. Yeah, I was just curious. You're Gryffindor <laughs> through and through, you bitch. That's a good point. All right, let's take a look at uh, our first week. We're we're back. The CDL is back. Let's look at week one. Wait, you're back. Uh, we're back. You're back. No, the CDL is back. I don't know where I am. I'm just here. Okay, here we go. Uh, we're we're kicking off with a banger day on Friday. Uh, Phase Boston, yeah. uh, Slasher versus uh, uh, his old squad. We have LA Thieves Seattle, uh, Optic Texas versus New York. Um, and then you guys play LA Thieves on Sunday as well. So I guess Chris, how you how you feeling about this first weekend of matches? I mean, like, right now from practice, I feel great. Again, I think the team looks really, really good right now. They're putting in a lot of work, and I'm happy with all of the results that we're getting. So we just have to obviously go out there and just keep doing our thing and make sure we just play to win. So I, I'm happy with like how we've been looking. 
I'm I'm super well, stoked. I'm just excited to watch competitive Call of Duty again. And again, I, I I like this game a lot more than what we've been dealing with for the last like year and a half. So like I I'm just super excited to watch competitive COD. The boys have been playing really well. I mean, again, they're going really hard. So it's nice to be back in the atmosphere of just the CDL starting. For you, I bet it's like it's been a couple of years of uh, scrim slamming people and not necessarily transitioning onto the online matches. So I'm sure you're probably as focused on yeah carrying just, over what's working. Yeah, there's things like that for sure. And just in general, just like the atmosphere of the CDL the when it starts is nice. It's, yeah, it's just like trying to figure everything out. It's just, it's, just, it's just a fun thing to be around. Like, I don't know. I like as stressful as it can be, especially you guys talk to me a lot, like as stressful as it can be, like it's still an awesome thing. Just like when the season's actually like in the thick of it. And, you I'm know, ready. I am there. horny. Yeah, no, I'm excited. And uh, those matchups also outside of our matches too are really good. I think we actually have some good matchups there. I think the, I think this year is going to have some pretty cool, pretty cool games. The, the, the league's pretty competitive too. So well, yeah, who, a lot who, of talent, a lot of new talent. Who are you uh, most most looking forward to 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 seeing, Trace? So is there well, any team like on your radar, like outside of like okay, your yeah, your know, typical, your uh, optic, your New York, your yeah. Toronto's, like who's who's kind of been popping up? Like damn, these guys are pretty uh, good. I mean, I think uh, I think I'm biasly speaking. I said this since the last year. I want to watch Dan Ghosty play. I uh, so LA Thieves for me. Um, I'm a big believer in Cap. Obviously, big fan of J Cap. Most people know that. But uh, I a think different year he, for them. Yeah, it's a different year because they went down the route of obviously, you know, that I think their budget their budget was a little bit lower, and like they obviously yep. didn't get like you know the team that they you know wanted. But I think again, like they formed probably the best team that they could have with what they did. And no disrespect, because those guys are really good too. I'm not saying it in like a negative way. It's like it was a different. No, way they lost their the world roster. championship. Yeah, roster. exactly. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's that's the fact of it. Yeah. So it's like. But again, I think they did a really good job, and I think they're good. And specifically for me, I think Joe Deceives was better than last year. I think that LAG team was just absolute shit, and their entire atmosphere was shit. So, like, I think he played pretty bad because of that. Uh, most people would. And then I think Dan Ghosty did a lot of a lot for that Optic team when it comes to just being a good teammate, communication, and just doing everything that that team needed to do to win and not show himself off at all. Like, I think he did a lot for that team. And now to watch him play in more of a atmosphere where he can probably shine, I'm, it's more or less like curiosity. But I want to see like how good he actually is. And I'm saying that, and like I think he's going to be pretty good. Like so, I, I I'm super excited to see them play. They've been playing. I like the way they play in scrims. Like when you watch the mini map and stuff, they definitely have some logic to what they're doing and everything. So I think they're a good team to to watch in my opinion right now. And Love then uh, uh, also Seattle. Seattle's a weird one. Um, I think Abuz is pretty good. Um, a lot I think they might been, be nasty, bro. That's what I know. Like, yeah, Seattle. Seattle's a weird team because they they have the potential to be nasty, but they also have the potential to just be like sometimes too cracked in a sense. So yeah. it's like I'm I'm curious to see like how they do it. I mean, Ray's obviously a good coach, and then they have like good players around them. But uh, I think Abuz is pretty good, and I'm excited to watch him. Like, obviously, like kind of step into the league and do his thing. But uh, yeah, so like that match, LA Thieves Seattle's an awesome one to watch. I'm very that's gonna be outside of my own one of my favorites. I'm all about the vamos. That's uh, what you're looking forward to see. Yeah. I know, I really do. Just I don't know for the fan base. Their passion for, you know, is crazy. Nichols the man. Yeah, their passion's yeah. nuts. They they can be individually freaks when they were in the league before. Like, I can't wait. Yeah, yeah I mean they were like what top six, top eight, and the Black Ops yeah. four pretty consistently. Yeah. It's just for a sure. question of can they? For I, I'm curious to see how long it maybe it takes them to get back to that. Like they've been out of the league a little bit. Maybe it will. Maybe it won't. Maybe they're they're so motivated because they are is there back much of a period before 
Didn't they come in and kind of do that? No, they start no, off a little slower. Yeah, I think in the yeah. league, I think like at the events, they I'm might have gotten in the places. league. Yeah, yeah. But in the league, they, uh, they, they would like again. They just brought a different energy to matches. I think they caught people off guard. But like at tournaments, it was like some top eights, and then like maybe one top four, and like they kind of went back to like top six, top eight. Like yeah, they hovered that around that area. Yeah, they, it, it almost felt like back then they just didn't have the consistency to do it again. Like when they would beat, like they they would pull off a pretty good match, but then like I feel like they wouldn't do it again to like solidify themselves top three, top two. But I like them too, though. But I, I feel like their passion in matches, again, like I don't know if they're going to start slow or not, but like if they were to start a little slow, I wouldn't be too worried just because like I feel like the way that team's atmosphere, if it's similar to what it used to be, their passion in matches and their passion in tournaments is really, really, really underrated. And I think that actually brings a lot to them when it matters the most. And then like, again, I think they're going to get better because of the way they view the game. Like those guys don't want to accept not being good or living up to a standard and they want to be the best that they can be. And the way they did that last year, they proved a lot. I mean, last time they proved a lot of people wrong. So they have to do that again. I feel like they all probably all feel that way. So I, I think they're going to be a very fun team to watch. And I also yeah, love their energy. The, that, that, that whole team is just a bunch of good dudes for the most, like, you know, when you're talking to them and stuff, they're all nice. And like, so yeah, it's going to be pretty cool. I mean, we wanted more international representation. So now yeah. they're Miami dolphin fans and Clayster is representing on the, or the Carolinas. Well, he's not, yeah. Carolina now. That's, Carolina. Uh, that's a weird one. Yeah. That is a weird we're one. Good. All right. Well, we're we are we're back. The Lee's back starts up this week. Um we, nobody heard that, Clint, because you're noise hit. You clapping. Oh uh, well, I promise I clapped. Clap, clap. I tried yet. I don't know how to how do I have to turn it down. I don't know what to do, dude. I tried my best, Joe. I tried my best. I forgot about that entirely. Oh my gosh, bro. Yeah, he was just sitting there like clapping like a seal, dude. I was like <laughs> Um Chris, pump, thank bro. you so much for, for taking your time out of your day and yeah, hanging absolutely, out. Dude. Dude, I, I would do this anytime you guys want, dude. I appreciate you guys having me. We have a date in the next couple of days. Don't forget. What's the date? You, me, two hours and 400 questions. Okay. 400. Dude, every time. Oh, that starts, date. That date. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. 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 I was trying to put together what you're saying, man. No, every, every, yeah, before the season starts. Yeah, we do have a date. You're right. Pick his brain about everything. And he teaches me the ways. Mm-hmm. Sure does. Uh, Chris, do you want to plug uh, all your all your stuff where where people oh, can find oh, your you content did. and sure, in, dude. where you stream? Yeah, all right, dude. We 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 stream on YouTube and Twitch every morning. So you do both. Yeah, I do both. A little multi stream, dude. Doing a little bit of both. So uh, Twitch. How's that going? I, I might have to do that. You should. It's 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 you. Why not? Is honestly why not? Like, yeah, yeah. And then like it's in keeping up with two chats isn't that crazy. It's kind of fun because like sometimes if your chats ever like slower in Twitch, like you usually YouTube like you know it's, it's just you combine them on your end, right? So it's yeah. fine. Exactly. Gotcha. So yeah, the so twitch.tv slash Crowder and then youtube.com slash Crowder YT is my yeah. main channel. We're 2000 subs away from 100K right now. We're getting close to that YouTube plaque. But uh, and then everything else is TikTok, James Crowder 94. Uh, and then Instagram is James Crowder 94. That's about it. But yeah, Follow YouTube it. and Twitch are where you'll find me. I'm usually live every day playing with these guys right here talking about yeah. CDL and Call of Duty in general. And yeah, playing some, trying to be, try, yeah, trying to be simp and not really succeeding, but <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah, I'm the same way. All right, well, uh, um, I love you. I love you guys, and I love everybody that's watching this video. Thank you for coming on. Um, I'd have you every day if I could. Enjoy the week. Uh, we have Warzone Wednesday. We have uh, a CDL Friday. We season one's Wednesday. It's a great Call of Duty week. Dana's coming to town. Maven, take us away. 
No, dude, you had me fired up there later, fuckers. That was awesome. Bye. <laughs>